Blog Talk Radio. Let's get to the heart of the matter with holistic physician, Dr. Darren Weissman. Infinite love and gratitude in this moment is my attitude. Giving thanks for all I'm coming through. Free in my faith and fortitude. Infinite love and gratitude move me with great magnitude. Yeah, present peace is what I choose. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. It's a great day to be alive. I'm Dr. Darren. Thank you so much for tuning into today's Heart of the Matter show here on Blog Talk. Let's get ready to shine. Thanks for uh, taking time out of your day to dive into a really fun topic, the healing power of a passionate kiss. Because recent studies reveal that new love, wild, reckless, passionate love, has actually pain-relieving powers, um, just like morphine. And even further, that when you are caught in a tongue-tangling kiss, there's a whole spectrum of physiological processes that can boost your immunity and enhance your body's peak potential for healing and regeneration. So today's Heart of the Matter show is going to dive into the power of passion. It's no pun intended, intimate connection to healing, living to your fullest potential. So let's dive on in. Um, And for those of you that are new to the heart of the matter, giving you a round of applause, welcome. This is a fun show. It's life-affirming. And our primary focus is about seeing, feeling, hearing, knowing the truth of symptoms, why we suffer, stress, why people not only get disease, but why they don't heal. And there's a view that we have here, and that is that there's not something wrong with you when you're sick and you're tired and you're stressed and you're stuck, but rather that the symptom stress and disease that you've got going on in your life is meaningful. It's purposeful, and I know this is so freaky. It's necessary. And there's a conversation that stems from the subconscious mind. And it's saying, and I'm going to go first person, I now have the ability to own my power, bring out my best. I now have an ability to create a life that I love living. So each week here on The Heart of the Matter, what I do is I take topics that we can all relate to, and then I dive into how the subconscious mind is directly affecting, influencing your body's ability to heal, how your subconscious mind is directly causing you to reactively think, how your subconscious mind is leading you to a state of reactive behavior, addiction, attention deficit, obsessive compulsive, suicidal thoughts. I had a client come in yesterday who was having suicidal thoughts and had a plan. And um, they came on in and we did a lifeline session. And at 
the end of the session, this person's family member said to me that this person had said, wow, today was the worst day and it ended up being the best day of my life. And I ended up realizing so much more of why I was in a place that I was in. Because here on the heart of the matter, or at the Lifeline Center, where I work with people internationally throughout the world with incredible Lifeline practitioners, we are all about understanding how the subconscious mind is here to help us to consciously awaken, choose love in the face of fear. So I like to, when I teach, teach all around the world the Lifeline Certification Training Program, I like to reach the learning part of ourself from multiple angles. So I like to talk about it. I like to interact. I like to read about it because that way it gets in. So if you're looking to create positive, real, sustainable, fun, fun changes in your life, um, I have a newsletter that goes along with this radio show. I have a healing circle that's an online healing circle. It goes along with this radio show. The newsletter is called The Lifeline Impact. And that's where I will write about the topic. The healing circle is an online healing circle with a vision of world peace through inner peace. Because if you can find peace within yourself, you can find peace in the world. Then other people, like a ripple from a wave, can find peace as well. It happens one person at a time. It's so beautiful in that way. So the Healing Circle is every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Special Facebook page. It's called the Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle. You can find out about the Healing Circle. You can sign up for our Lifeline Impact newsletter by going to my website. It's drdarrenweissman.com. Made it really simple for you. So it's D-R and then D-A-R-R-E-N-W-E-I-S-S-M-A-N.com. drdarrenweissman.com. Activate your mind. Awaken your body. Live from your spirit. Love is your nature. Um, I'm going to get to the heart of the matter and uh, of the healing power of a passionate kiss. And it's going to be so much fun. And then I'm going to take your calls. So those of you that want to call on in, that, you know, when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to passion, when it comes to that yummy, delicious experience, of desire where you are in the passionate throes of a kiss that that is something that's missing in your life call on in go for it i'm going to help you i'm going to support you in the most beautiful beautiful way you'll be so grateful that you did the number um that you dial is 516-531-9623 516-531-9623. We've already got some callers in, but one, but like I said, let, let me get to the heart of the matter of the healing power of a passion to kiss. Cause let me ask you a question. Do you remember your first kiss? Do you remember it? You know, kisses are described as this electric experience. And what's wild about that is it's exactly what it is. It's electric. I found studies where they used electrodes on people's lips. Crazy, right? During a kiss. And it showed that there's electric currents flowing 
along the nerves from the brain to every one of the 34 facial muscles. Hence, when you're getting that tingly sensation as you're kissing, you have activated the electrical conductivity of your nervous system. My first kiss was massively overwhelming for me. I was so naive and not ready for it. And I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to happen. And this girl from Sunday school said she wanted to talk to me on the side of the school. And I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden, we're there, and she plants this big wet one on my lips, and, you know, we're kissing. I am freaking out. That's going to be a whole other story that I'm going to leave for another time. And maybe not for the radio show, but when we are in the throes of a yummy kiss, there's this flood of hormones, chemicals called neurotransmitters, and kissing stimulates the primitive part of the brain involved in the automated, automatic, what's called autonomic functions. It's... um, what I call the four F's. Um, Kissing stimulates feeding, fighting, flight, and um, mating. Mm -hmm. As you kiss, signals are received by the nerve endings in your lips, and they're sent to a part of the brain that's called the limbic brain. Those of you that are lifeliners, you've heard me talk about the triune brain, In the limbic part of the brain is the emotional part. It's the emotional part. And when it gets triggered, it releases hormones that signal your pituitary gland. Your pituitary gland is this very cool gland. It's the master hormone gland, and it produces a hormone called gonadotropin. And this hormone attaches itself to ovaries and testes for you gentlemen listening, and it causes the release of estrogen and testosterone, which increase that yummy feeling, sexual excitement. Um, There's this other hormone that's released um, when you're in this excitement mode, and, and that's a hormone called tocin. And oxytocin... For those of you that have ever breastfed, uh, that's what's secreted during breastfeeding as well as at the point of orgasm. Mm. It promotes the caring feelings, the bonding feelings. It's actually called the bonding hormone. And with the growing excitement that goes on with a kiss, then the body becomes very reactive And the hormones of adrenaline, noradrenaline, cause blood to switch from our guts, our stomach, to our limbs. And we're ready. We're ready then for the fight, the flight. We turn off our digestion. We are in this autonomic, automatic place. Our heart rate goes up. Our blood rushes to the surface. Our body, it's really warm. We get that rosy glow. You know what I'm talking about. It causes your whole body to receive uh, so much oxygen than it does when you're just standing around. 
You know, it, when you're at rest, your heart naturally beats about 6 to 80 times a minute. But when you're in the throes of a yummy kiss, I'm not talking about a kiss with your mom. I'm talking about a yummy kiss. Your heart rate accelerates <laughs> to over 100. You know, I don't know. Kissing potentially could be an Olympic event. I mean, it's an athletic activity. Your adrenaline is increasing. The levels of your feel-good chemical serotonin. Wait, hold on a second. I want to type something for my friend Wendy. You can fill in the rest, Wendy. Um, your your serotonin, the, that chemical called serotonin, that keeps you focused, it naturally starts to fall. And it, it starts to fall so that it keeps you focused in the present moment. So rather than you going off to, you know, take the garbage out or feed your cat in the middle of a kiss, serotonin drops, but at the same time, so do your inhibitions. And it makes you more impulsive. That's why those kisses, they can lead to other things. So once your kiss reaches its peak, your body is working overtime. And it makes you feel like, mm, really nice by releasing the neurotransmitter, the chemical of dopamine into the brain. And what this does, dopamine, D equals D. Dopamine intensifies your desire. So here you are. You're in this lightheaded feeling. You got a release of endorphins, and that's your brain's natural opium-like substance. So you're in this trippy kind of place. And the endorphins produce this euphoria um, that goes on and uh, you're feeling all gooey. And it's like, oh, it's like a great kiss, a good laugh, a great yoga class, a great run. That's that dopamine release. That's that endorphin release. So, you know, what do you think? More oxygen, always a good thing. Dopamine, endorphins, feeling good. What do you think about incorporating kissing into your healing plan? What's neat is this. Human lips are different from those of all other animals because they're everted. And when passion takes grip, a kiss locks us together in this exchange of this sensory cornucopia of sense and taste and textures. We're plugged into the emotions and the secrets of a person as our lips are as our lips are locked. It's you know, when we're kissing it's like a kiss could be passionate, gentle, could be a shy kiss, could be a real hungry, you might be really going for it. Kissing in the daylight, you might be kissing in the dead of night kiss people at ceremonies. There are such affectionate kisses. 
There's a Hollywood air kiss. There's even a kiss of death. And sometimes, I've seen it, at least in a cartoon, kisses can turn a frog into a prince or bring a sleeping spellbound princess to life. Because our lips may have evolved first for food. And then they later are applied to speech. But when you're kissing, there's a whole satisfaction of different kinds of hungers that go on. And the body, kiss experience is a cascade of just neural messages. It is a chemistry, an action that evokes chemistry, as if any action wouldn't evoke chemistry, but a kiss is something very unique. You know, it's tactile, it's sexual, it's close, it's motivational. And as we've talked about with endorphins, it's euphoric. So, no coincidence, I'm sure, but, you know, we're not the only ones doing it. We're not the only species engaged in kissing-like behaviors. Great apes press their lips together when they're excited, when they're affectionate, when they're reconciling. Elephants rub their trunks together. I used to have kissing grommies when I was a kid. Fish, they kiss. All kinds of animals do. They engage in this passionate lip-locking activity. Fascinating. You know, and some scientists, you know, they ask, you know, why do humans kiss? But it's potential that it does lie in our, our feeding experiences, in, in nursing. And in some cultures um, where the mother will pre-chew the food, parent's mouth, and put it in the infant's, and some scientists say that you know, infants may learn to associate lip pressure with a loving act. So another possibility I discovered in researching this topic is smelling a loved one's cheek. And this scent of smelling a loved one's cheek in certain cultures like in New Zealand and Alaska is a sign of recognition. Hey, dogs smell something else, but it's a nature of gaining rapport and connecting with someone. And potentially a brush of lips may have become a traditional accompaniment. Who knows? It's possible. But what's wild is, on one level, we see it all over the place, and then on another level, it's not completely universal. And some experts, this uh, anthropologist from uh, Texas A&M, his name is Vaughn Bryant, uh, thinks that it's a learned behavior, and based upon a tidbit of history, that the Roman military introduced kissing to many non-kissing cultures after its conquest over, you know, you know, the warring area. Uh, later, it was European explorers who explorers who carried on the torch of the Romans of passing the kiss along to different cultures. So, one thing that I found so interesting healing power, passionate, kiss, is that being close enough 
to actually kiss helps our noses assess compatibility. And there was this really wild study, this guy Klaus Wedekin from Switzerland, who reported that women prefer the sense of men whose immunity coding genes are different from their own. You women can smell it in us men. And that when they mix genes, that if they can mix genes where it's a different immune coding gene, that there's this innate ability to produce offspring with a stronger immune system. It's wild. It's powerful. It's actually it's so incredible. It's, people have been writing about it for thousands of years in India's Vedic Sanskrit text. They've talked about lovers mouth to mouth. Just an incredible experience that we have and oftentimes just take it for granted or we have an emotional trigger where we're not able to kiss and feel comfortable kissing for a multitude of different reasons. And therefore, our emotional centers, our limbic brain, our pituitary gland, our testes and ovaries, our adrenal glands, all these parts that are involved in other functions from regulating temperature, immunity, hormone regulation of digestion, are impacted as well. It's not separate. Just because it has a function in one area doesn't mean it doesn't affect another. So appreciating and valuing the conversation of a kiss and being able to or not being able to is a fascinating journey. At least in my mind, it is. So I would love to get to the heart of the matter right now with the healing power of a passionate kiss. And um, we've got a caller here. I can't. I don't know what your name is, but uh, welcome to the heart of the matter. Can you hear me? Are you able to hear me? It's number 704 and then 905. Can you hear me? So sorry, I had my phone on mute. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. What's your this name? Is Sharon. Hey, this is Sharon. Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. <laughs> so tell me, my friend, what questions do you have about the passionate power, the healing power of a passionate kiss? I guess the question that I would have is that it has been my experience that over time you can lose that real sense of passion. Mm-hmm. So how do you keep that fresh? You know, it's so interesting. That is great. But one of the things that I looked up in, in the research of this is that, you know, at first there is this lust um, that goes on when people uh, first connect and and then it, it it then goes into the second phase, and I'm forgetting what that is. But the third phase is if you can keep – when you find a partner that you know you're committed and they're committed for a lifelong journey, that that soulmate connection induces actually a chemical release. And I don't have it in front of me, but there's a process of it. And what's interesting, and at least how I would like to – go about this and um, conversation with you is to look at 
the experience of losing that passionate spark. It starts with this lust, but over time, for multitude of different reasons, um, we lose it. My question to you is, you know, obviously, if you're a- if you're asking this question, that you can relate to a circumstance in your life where you lost that spark of that passionate kiss with a partner. True? That is correct. What emotion did it cause you to feel that that happened? Sad. Sad. And it makes sense, right? You know, it's like right. I, 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 I can relate to that experience going on of, you know, feeling that way and feeling sad. But in the lifeline process, we see everything that others would call a problem. We see it as a portal to our greatest self, that when we reach a dead end, it's time for a change that exists already within us. And I just want to appreciate, Sharon, where you're at. As far as that sad feeling that you're experiencing as a result of losing that spark, that electric charge um, from kissing, if you were to rate it on a scale of 0 to 10, that sad feeling, 10 is it's the worst, 0 is nothing. What do you rate it? Seven. Seven. As you go deeper into it also, what other uh, emotion do you feel besides sad? A sense of betrayal, (laughs) self-betrayal, self-judgment, self-criticism. And as you tune into that self-criticism, that self-judgment and betrayal, just to appreciate where you're at, because it's a portal. Ten is the worst, zero is nothing. What do you rate it? An eight. Mm-hmm. Now, in a heart-of-the-matter way of doing things, in a lifeline way of doing things, and this is why I um, set the stage for this topic from a physical point of view, is that symptoms in our body are directly bridged and associated with stress in our life. Is your body speaking to you with any physical symptoms? I have some congestion. If you were to rate that congestion, just to appreciate it, tens like, it's the worst congestion ever, Dr. D. Zero is nothing. What do you rate it? Mm-hmm. Any other physical symptoms that you feel comfortable talking about? And if you don't, you can say, I've got a mystery symptom, and you can just rate it. Um, I've got some weight I'd like to lose. And if you were to rate weight as a symptom, 10 is it three. the worst, zero is nothing. It's a three? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you something that we call the truth question in the lifeline because it will help us begin a journey of creating dialogue, conscious part of ourselves, with the subconscious part of our body that shows up as excess weight or congestion to create a dialogue with this part that has been causing us to feel sad and self-betrayal, judgment, and criticism. And this question is this, 
if you were given the opportunity, Sharon, to create your life, a day, even a moment in time, would you ever choose to create it where you lost that spark in a kiss, <laughs> where you felt sad, self-betrayal, self-judgment, criticism? It's a great day for congestion and to feel um, a little bit overweight. Would you choose any of this? Never in a million, billion years. Hell Hell no. For sure, never in a billion, million years. Of course not. So what's cool about this, and it is, that's cool about this is what isn't a choice. This is no no action on your part. This is reaction. You're being triggered to feel this way physically and emotionally, and you're actually being triggered to attract people and circumstances to give you an experience like this because the truth is, the heart of the matter is, there is a passionate kiss inside of your heart. There is an ability to create that yummy connection with someone already within you. And I'm pretty confident, I'm very confident right now, that if you could activate that energy of a passionate kiss within you to create a shift in your body and a shift in your life, that you'd like to do that. Is that true? That's true. Cool. So we're going to do that right now. And we're going to follow two golden rules of setting an intention so you can manifest an active reality versus manifesting a reactive reality. Do you know the hand posture for I love you in American Sign Language? I do. Cool. For those of you that don't, the way that you make this hand posture is you open up your palm, fingers are extended wide, and you just bend the middle and ring finger down. That means I love you in American Sign Language. And Sharon, I'm going to have you put that right over the center of your heart because the truth is the heart of the matter is Your heart knows what you desire. Your heart knows the truth of who you are. And knowing you would never choose to feel sad or self-betrayal, self-judgment or self-criticism, you want to focus on where you're going, not what you want to get rid of, not what you want to avoid in your next relationship. Oh, we lost that spark. But what it is that you authentically have a burning desire to feel when it comes to that yummy kiss. What is it that you desire to feel, Sharon? Oh, I just got disconnected from Sharon, but hopefully Sharon calls back in just a bit, and I'm just going to keep talking until hopefully she calls back. However, what I'm doing right now with Sharon is I'm helping her to set an intention. Because the subconscious mind has an attractor field. And the attractor field is... Oh, here she is. Hold on a second. So sorry. It's okay. You know what? I always find when we're really plugged on in to a a huge change, electrical uh, (laughs) energy is impacted not in just the brain, but in all devices around us. So you are about to announce your heart's desire, your burning desire of what it is that you desire to feel when it comes to a passionate kiss in a relationship. What is it that you desire to feel, Sharon? 
Bliss. Bliss. That's so gorgeous. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to set our intention with the second golden rule, is that is not only focus where you're going, what you desire, but to focus where you're going as if you're already there. And if you are already in a place of bliss, you could say, I am bliss. Go ahead and say it. I am bliss. I am bliss. I am bliss. bliss. Mm -hmm. I am bliss. I am bliss. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And I have a question for you, and that is, are you open right now? Are you ready? Are you willing to use your imagination to go into a fantasy where you see yourself living your life, being in your heart, in the juiciest, yummiest, passionate, I am bliss kiss? Are you open to imagining it? I am. How does it feel to imagine? How does that feel to imagine yourself being the I am bliss, Sharon? Euphoric. It Mm -hmm. feels euphoric. It does, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And tingly and delicious and beautiful. And those feelings let you know that the bliss is already within you. You wouldn't be able to feel that tingly, euphoric, yummy, delicious feeling unless the bliss already was there. And so there's a lot of different ways that I teach people how to create a change on a subconscious level. One thing that I want to make clear first before we jump on into the portal of this transformation we're about to create is that I use muscle reflex testing as a means to speak with the subconscious mind. That means I never have to guess if it's reactive or not, because if the muscle gives way, you'll hear me say infinite love and gratitude. And when I do, just like you did before, you say infinite love and gratitude as well. Okay? Yes. So I invite you to repeat. Regardless of losing that spark. Regardless of losing that spark. When it comes to kissing. When it comes to kissing. Passionate, yummy kissing. Passionate, yummy kissing. I am now choosing to feel euphoric. I am now choosing to feel euphoric. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Cool. So we're going to make the statement again so that we get the subconscious mind on board, that you can't be triggered into reaction, that you can stay in a place of action and love regardless of the energy that's around you, because you have a highest of high vibrations. I invite you to repeat, regardless of self-betrayal. Regardless of self-betrayal. I am now choosing to feel euphoric. I am now choosing to feel euphoric. Cool. So that muscle test locks out, and you're able to perceive it. You can see it. You can feel it. You can hear this choice that you're making in the face of stress. And actually, there's nothing that is activating reaction in the present. And you've already shifted the present time part of you in an I am bliss way. Take a healing breath. And let it go. And now we're going to jump into the past. Now, the past 
is a memory. It's all it is. And at the core of what I found, manifest as symptom stress and disease in our lives as human beings, is past memories that are not processed. Past memories that are not processed become emotionally charged. They become core limiting beliefs that affect our perception, not only our perception, but our reception and what we attract. And there's a core limiting belief right now that's in your light body of your first, second, third, fourth chakra, in your heart chakra. And what's so cool is you're raising the consciousness of your heart chakra in an I am bliss feeling euphoric way. How about that? Infinite loving gratitude. Yeah, that's infinite loving gratitude. That's a great thing. Now, the heart chakra's color is green. So I invite you to connect to the color green so that you can I'm see there. through the eyes mm-hmm, and be seen in an I am bliss way. And I invite you to repeat infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. We're activating the sound, the tone, the inner voice of bliss right now. And we're turning up the volume, hearing it clearly, high definition, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And take a big breath into your nose right now. Mm. Breathing in those pheromones that allow you to activate and attract bliss. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And taste it. Taste it on your tongue. That yummy tongue feeling of a kiss that is so passionate and delicious. Taste it, the bliss of it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And feel that just even thinking about it causes a heart rate to go up. The blood is already moving away from the internal organs and we're getting the rosy glow just connecting with this energy. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now there's an energy that's changing here. And what teaches us how to change the energy in our body is the energy of nature. We are intrinsically and intimately connected with nature. So fire, earth, metal, water, wood, the wood element, is teaching you. It's teaching you something so beautiful, and that is that trees grow in all kinds of environments. And right now you're growing in this experience of sadness, losing a spark, self-betrayal, judgment, criticism, and that trees have an ability to grow through and break through rocks. And that part of you <laughs> who has been encased in this rock, who's been feeling the sadness, feel the tree within you, Sharon, that is growing and expanding and breaking through the light, the warmth of the sun. Feel the blessing of that goddess, Mother Earth, saying, oh, grow, Sharon. Grow in the blissful energy, feeling euphoric, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, there's an emotion here. Now, in, in science, they call this emotion a neuropeptide. It's a molecule. It's a chemical that our pituitary creates. 
And this emotion is so important because this emotion becomes a lens of perception when it's triggered. The emotion specific 1 through 10, 1 through 5, 1, 2 is resentment. When I bring up the concept of resentment, I'd like you to pay attention to your first and immediate thoughts. No matter what or who you think about, wherever resentment takes you right now, go there. I know this will sound weird, but I also know you know what I mean. Embrace the resentment that's coming up in an I am bliss way. As you are, let me know by saying infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Great job, Sharon. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Resentment, emotion. There's another emotion here we're going to go in. Muscle testing guides us. 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 11 through 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. When I bring up the concept of denial, (laughs) observe where this takes you. Notice your thoughts. Be an observer of your thoughts. Observe the Sharon of denial. As you are, let me know by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Great job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. <sighs> denial, emotion, element, core limiting beliefs. So I want to explain something to you that otherwise is not understandable. Because it's subconscious. Now, because we have the lifeline technique as a way to awaken this secret code, we can start to understand the role that the subconscious mind plays in the health of your body, congestion, weight, in the emotions and circumstances that are stressful in your life, sadness, self-betrayal, judgment, criticism. But most of all, we can understand the role that the subconscious mind is playing. Sharon, in your awakening right now, you're awakening to bliss right now. And on a subconscious level, you've had a core limiting belief, and it's been living in your heart chakra. What's so beautiful about core limiting beliefs is that at the core of a limiting belief is an infinite potential. Like a seed that has a protective outer shell, there is life in the center of that protective shell. That's what you're awakening right now. The limiting belief, when triggered, because it lives in your heart chakra, is causing you to reactively, rather than love yourself, judge yourself. Rather than growing, you haven't been able to grow. And you've been seeing yourself reactively and the world through a lens of resentment, and denial. You've been filtering yourself and the world through a filter of resentment and denial. And we attract that. We attract that. So you've been matching frequencies of resentment and denial that as a result, when this happens, you feel really sad. And then you, in the judgment way, Feel self-betrayal, judgment, and criticism. And this not only goes on in your outer world, but it has a cascade of emotional chemicals. 
of denial and resentment. It's affecting your metabolism, your weight, congestion, and other areas of your body, from your head all the way down to your feet. These symptoms and stressors are a reality. They're just not a truth. They're a reactive reality. Your active reality, the truth for you now, is bliss, feeling euphoric. Hasn't always been. So we want to know, where is this coming from? What part of you on a subconscious level is broadcasting this signal of resentment, denial, self-judgment, not able to grow? That's ultimately showing up in this losing the spark of a passionate kiss. I'm going to use muscle testing. Is there a concept of an original occurrence? There is, and it's in this lifetime. Sometimes it's beyond this lifetime. Is it conception of 10, conception of 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years of age? Now, I said before that at the core of every symptom, stress, and disease is a memory. The memory that has been reactively been broadcasting from a subconscious point of view is from when you were 10 years of age. When you were 10, you were in an emotionally reactive environment, an environment of resentment and an environment of denial. That's just based upon the circumstances that were going on, Sharon. People thought, felt, spoke, and behaved in a denial-resentment way. Your ability to say, hey, all you people that are thinking and feeling and behaving with resentment and denial, I am bliss and I'm feeling euphoric and I'm loving myself and I'm growing. That did not exist for you at 10. You did not have the life experiences that you do now to draw from then like you do now. In your environment, your family, the environment that was there to protect you could not teach you, could not show you. Heart chakra, love yourself first. Then you can love and be loved. They didn't know how to do it themselves, did they? No. It's the 10-year-old that's showing up in the sadness, in the self-betrayal judgment and criticism. It's the 10-year-old who's repeating a pattern of losing the spark of the kiss, who shows up as weight in congestion. (sighs) For the first time right now, together, you and I, Embrace the tenure young part of you who only knows self-judgment, resentment, and denial. Embrace this part in an I am bliss way. Let this inner part of you feel its infinite potential of euphoric. Let's feel euphoric together, my friend. As you are, let me know by saying out loud infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're connecting to this tenure young part, what this means to you, what emotion is this bringing up? What emotion are you feeling in your heart right now? Trauma. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And what we're going to do 
And I'm going to hold the space for you as we move through this experience of trauma. And we're going to do it really easily and support it. Okay? And I want, to set the, I want to set the stage for you. The way that we process emotions is we simply observe them. By observing emotions, we influence them. And so whatever comes up, it's not bad, it's not wrong. It just is. Just go infinite love and gratitude as it does. Take this moment right now. Go into the movie theater of your mind. Observe the thoughts and memories of trauma that stem from this tenure young part of you. As you're observing whatever thoughts are coming up, and they are, infinite love and gratitude. 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 Sharon, the way we heal is we feel. Allow yourself to feel the trauma. Feel how it still lives inside of you, right? Yes, yes, where are yes, you, where, yes. Are you, where are you feeling it? It's like a stab in the heart, and it's like an armoring throughout the entire body. Mm-hmm. Like a what do you rate that feeling? What do you rate that feeling, and that stab in the heart, and that suit of armor around the entire body? If you were to rate it on a scale nine. of zero to ten, nine, and a lot of, and I know you don't like it. I know you don't like it, but I'll tell you something. Let it be painful here so that you can go out in your life and be strong and blissful and authentic. Let it be painful here and feel that 9 out of 10 stab in your heart, trauma from 10 years of age. Feel it until you feel a shift. Give yourself infinite love and gratitude. When you feel it shift, you let me know, okay? Infinite love and gratitude. 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 You let me know when that shifts. It did. Infinite love and gratitude. Now what you want to do is for the first time, rather than deny, rather than push away, rather than pretend the trauma's not there, For the first time, give that part of you a voice. Give it a voice. Hear the wisdom from within you speak right now. And as you're hearing what the voice of trauma is saying to you right now, let me know you are by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What did the voice say to you? He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. He didn't mean to hurt you. He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. 
when you hear that voice say he didn't mean to hurt you, he was doing the best that he could, what emotion are you feeling in your heart? Compassion. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, our job right now is to process compassion. Hmm. And take a moment right now. He didn't mean to hurt you. He was doing the best he could. See the thoughts of compassion. See the images showing up in your mind of compassion. See the sharing of compassion. As you are, let me know by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Feel compassion. That's how you heal with it. Notice how compassion is living inside of you right now. Where do you feel it? In the heart. What does it feel like? It feels like a huge, expansive space Mm -hmm. without limits. Yeah, and just go into it. Go into that huge, expansive space of compassion. And as you're feeling it, breathe into it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And give compassion a voice. Hmm. Hear what what it's saying. Hmm. What did it say to you? All is well. All is well. All All is well. is well. And I invite you to repeat as this tenure young part of you is expressing itself in the first for the first time in a conscious way. I am feeling euphoric. I am feeling euphoric. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. I am feeling euphoric. I am feeling euphoric. Own it. I am euphoric. I am euphoric. I am bliss. <laughs> I am bliss. It's my nature. <laughs> it's my nature. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. I am euphoric. I am euphoric. I am bliss. I am bliss. This is my nature. This is my nature. And we're raising our consciousness to the fullest potential of your heart's desire and intention. And we're welcoming the tenure young part of you to her fullest potential. Welcome home. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And (laughs) Sharon, I want you to take a moment right now. Be an observer. Be aware of your awareness. Notice just how it feels to be present. And describe the feeling that you're having right now. Joy, delight, anticipation, and bliss, and happiness. You know, the reason Clarity. that I'm having... Mm, there's, the lifeline's so cool because it's a strategy of conscious dialogue that awakens the sleeping, dormant, hibernated part of ourself that's now ready to awaken. At the beginning, I had to observe... Things that you would never choose, not in a million billion years would you choose to feel sad or betrayal, self-betrayal, judgment or criticism. We realized that was the portal. And we went into the portal associated with a spark of a kiss that was lost in an I am bliss feeling euphoric way. And we found a 10-year-old that um, did not have an ability 
or a consciousness or support to love herself. And we raise that consciousness right now. As you think about that part of you who over time lost that spark for a passionate kiss and has been feeling sad and self-betrayal and self-judgment and self-criticism, notice how it feels to tune into this, Sharon, right now comparatively to when we first began. My question to you is, does that feel the same? Absolutely not. What's different about Radi- it for you? Radically different. What about it's radically different? It it feels like an instantaneous space of healing, like um, there's just hope and it, it just feels done. It feels complete. That's what it feels like. It feels complete. Yeah. Welcome yes. to the life of yes. bliss, my yes. friend. Yes. Feeling yes. this way is a natural byproduct. And <sighs> your homework is go have a great kiss. Go lock <laughs> lips somewhere and have an awesome, <laughs> yummy, passionate healing kiss. And, Infinite uh, love gratitude. Yeah. And I'd encourage you, write down on a piece of paper, I am bliss, feeling euphoric. And uh, get yourself in that mindset and that heart set to think and feel and meditate and affirm that consciousness. Um, and your attractor field is on um, in a really cool way. Thank you so much for calling in today, Sharon. Thank you, Dr. Darren. Thank you so much. It is, it is always my pleasure. You keep shining bright. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. In the um, wise words of Albert Einstein, any man who can drive safely while kissing a pretty girl is simply not giving the kiss the attention it deserves. I'm Dr. Darren, and I want to thank you so much for taking this past hour out of your life and jumping on into today's Heart of the Matter. I had so much fun awakening the healing power of a passionate kiss. Now go out and have a day filled with infinite love and gratitude. Here, dug our treasures there.